0: This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. We are now joined uh, on the phone by uh, Judith Brown-Dienis, who is Executive Director at the Advancement Project. Judith, great to have you with us today. Thank you for your time. Sure, thanks for having me. So uh, then, is it from your perspective, how much of a, a role can corporate America try and deal with the issue of inequality here in the United States?
1: Well, I mean it's, uh inequality um stems from uh, both our kind of historic pieces around white supremacy and racism, but also um the income inequality that continues to exist, and so we see billionaires and then we see people who are filing for unemployment. I think in this particular moment where we are sinking into what may be a deep depression, um, there are a lot of levels on which people, uh, corporations can play, both from everything from protecting workers to ensuring that they have um, paychecks to increasing wages. And I think this moment, though, is also showing us that there are structural uh, barriers to equality in our country that are beyond kind of the income ones, right, around yeah. policing. Um, we have had a partnership, for example, with Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream um, for the past year and a half. And they really have uh, – this this is our first relationship with a uh, – and partnership with a corporation, and I think they have spoiled us, right? <laughs> um, because their work hasn't just been – Uh, let's make sure we have diversity in our offices, but it's been like, how can we actually be a partner in the work? What are we bringing to the table beyond kind of like cut a check, make a statement. I don't know if everyone saw their statement that they made um, a couple of days ago, which was a very strong statement from their CEO. Um, but they walk the walk right And so that means that in our partnership they have uh, it's not the checks. I mean they did create an ice cream for advancement project called Justice remixed um, where proceeds part, partial proceeds came to advancement projects. but they also showed up in the work. Uh, right. So they, for example, if they have a communications team, their communications team provided in-kind support to some of the campaigns they're working on. They showed up with ice cream trucks to do events with us. Um, so I think that there's, um, there's a range of things that corporations can do um, that's not just the let's cut a check to an organization and be done with it because we checked off a box. Um, but how can we show up in a real way as a partner?
0: And that, I guess, it becomes very important when you're talking about uh, realistically the street level of, uh, of change and impact that you're looking to see. It, it, as you said, it, it's one thing to be able to give your your large yes, but it's another thing when you're actually truly invested in it and, and you're there on the ground.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, being on the ground is very important. I mean, because many of the. Um, of the organizations that do racial justice work are very small organizations. So the showing up on the ground to provide kind of back support, backroom support, infrastructure is really important. Um, and it, so I think the other piece that corporate America needs to take on is how they show up in state legislatures and in Congress right. in terms of lobbying. You can't um you know it's like the police officers they take a knee at at three o'clock and tear gas you at nine o'clock right (laughs) um corporations can't cut a check today and then show up tomorrow and fight against um uh family leave or um or paid sick leave or all of those things that are the structures that keep these inequalities don't go to congress and lobby against them but you gave a check to a racial justice organization to make you feel good in the moment, right? So, um, you know, you're part of ALEC, right? The American Legislative Exchange Council, And you're, you know, you're part of that, and and they're putting together legislation that undermines communities of color so that they can't thrive. And so they're, you know, so it's it's a range of things about how are we gonna really walk the walk? How are we gonna be a partner? And who are we listening to, right? Um, if you have, I, I swear, people. If you walk into a meeting in corporate America, and there are no people of color, and there are no black people, you should know there's something wrong, right. Because this is not the this is not the world that we live in right now, or should not be the world that we live in right now. And so, who are we listening to? Who are our lobbyists, right? What are they bringing to the table? Do we have a partnership with like an NAACP, an Advancement Project, an Urban League, or Color of Change, who can say to us? In this legislative fight, here's the stance that we need you to take.
0: So are, are, you, are, are you optimistic that some of the discussions that are starting to occur right now are, are going to be able to lead to something substantive? And, and I say that knowing mm-hmm. that, you know, some of the dynamics that we have in Washington, D.C., and even to a degree at the state levels, uh, you know, across the United mm-hmm. States, they're not real good right now we're not exactly in a great political uh, political landscape right. at this point
1: well you know um so i do this work i went i went to Penn undergrad work yep. undergrad actually um and learned my my politics there at um at university of pennsylvania and i will tell you that uh i'm i do this work because first of all i just I'm a justice warrior. But second, I'm an optimist. And so, yes, this moment looks really dark. Um, People are being beaten in the streets. And we've never seen the likes of this, I mean, at this scale. Um, But I'm optimistic that at the end of the day, what we're going to do is we're going to take this moment and put it into a movement, right? And that it's going to be continuous work. And so I think that even on this side, you know, when I think about, like, Colin Kaepernick took a knee. and people criticized him he got fired from his job and now we see cops taking a knee now i don't think it's necessarily you know it's really in solidarity but you know but the thing is that colin kaepernick showed the way for some people and so here we are all you know a few years later saying okay um we need to stand against this so in some ways it feels like we said that a few years ago. We said that decades ago. We said that, you know, and, but this is a journey. This like um, the American story and the who we want to become as America is a journey. And so I'm optimistic that this moment will put us a little closer to where we need to be. It's not going to get us across the finish line. Um, but we also know, for example, for corporations, if you've stepped up in this moment and we know that you've stepped up, when you're a bad doer, we're going to remind you that you stepped up in this moment and that we didn't want you to just find the check and act like everything was going to be okay. And so we're hoping that people will join the fight, will join the movement, will do the right thing Um, because I know that people, there are a lot of well-intended people Mm -hmm. and that they're going to take this moment to say, yes, I'm, I'm for this, but we need you to be for it tomorrow, next year, 10 and 20 years from now.
0: Judith, thanks very much for your insight. Greatly appreciate it uh, and look forward to sure. talking to you again at some point down the road.
1: Great. Thanks for
0: having me. Thank bye you. Bye Judith bye. Brown, Dynas who is executive director of the Advancement Project. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.